Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 305, and here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself, with accessory, which is mini robot by that sound. That's my phone. <laughs> Mr. Andy Arkwright here, as always. Yes. And Merry Christmas, everyone. I know there might not be as many listening as normal, but I hope Santa was good to you. Santa was okay to me, but I don't get my Christmas present till March. Which is... Did you get anything nice, Andy? Um, I got a new vape. You got a smash. And we got, like, we got smashed. smash, it's like, kind of for me, kind of for Bethany. Yeah. And we've got a new controller, which I'll talk about. Cool. So do you want to just start with level... Nope, big screen, we screen, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the movies and all the TV we watched throughout the week. So Andy, what have you been watching? Yeah. Today's my PS4. What? Today's my PS4 Pro anniversary. Right. I don't have a Pro. I just got an email. <laughs> um, no, I don't really have uh, anything that I watch. To be honest, I've just been watching like *How Met Your Mother* and *Practical Jokers*. Nothing exciting. Yeah, nothing you really say about those things. Yeah. Um, did you watch *Escape Plan*? Like you said you were going to. Nah, I didn't watch it. I nearly watched it the other night, but I was like, I fell asleep on. The, I think it was last night. I fell asleep on the couch after I had dinner. And I was like, oh well. <laughs> Mm. I never got to it. I just watched How I Met Your Mother, the end of it, again. So that's where I was at. I liked that show. It was quite good. It's a good show, man. I really liked it. Mm. I, need, I need to watch something else now, though, because I watched it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I watched Escape Plan 2, Andy. Okay. Um... It's not as good as the first one, but I do still like the universe. Um, so I am going to watch the third one, which is out next year. It looks a lo- the third one looks a lot better, right? So this one, um, two of Stallone's like team members in this one. There's an Asian guy and a white guy. They get locked in like a future Technotron prison. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of weird looking. It's unnecessary. Like the next one looks more like they're trapped in one of the like old school prisons where there's just like a drop outside your cell. You know, one of those right. style things. And, like, it's just, like, uh, an old-fashioned prison. Whereas this one was, like, they could electrocute all the prisoners whenever they wanted. The walls looked like something out of Tron. There was a arena where they get fights in. Basically, the Asian guy that works for um, Stallone, his cousins get, like, tech patents. 
And um, the other guy in his teams, you know the guy from the Dead Rising movie that was in Desperate Housewives? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in this one. Um, Stallone and 50 Cent, like, basically have to try and find this prison. And this guy, uh, the guy from Dead Rising, tries to get in. And he eventually gets arrested and he wakes up. And basically they have to do fights to get, like... Um, what's it called sanctuary time where they get like two hours peace and quiet to do whatever they want but okay it's 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 not as it's not as cool as like the last prison which was like kind of a future designer prison but realistic whereas this is like green electricity comes out the floor to like zap all the prisoners to the Mm -hmm. ground and it's like yeah i preferred the last one in the twist in it um so for the first like hour of the movie um, Batista and Stallone must have only been on screen for five minutes which was really annoying um, obviously the last one it was Arnold and Stallone but yeah I wanted to see more of Batista you do get to see more of them near the end but I didn't get to see enough of Batista as I wanted he didn't get locked up and I wanted them both to apparently in the third one Stallone and Batista are locked up which is good because this one was about the sort of teammates that he had Um the young sort of prodigy guys. Um, the guy that was the smoke monster and lost. Remember him? He was the prison. Wa- he was the prison warden. Okay. He was the prison warden in this one. Uh, he was also in that Bosch on Amazon. Okay. Bosch. Um, Tyron Woodley uh, from the UFC. You probably don't know who is. He's a prisoner and he was actually really good in it, which was surprising. Um, Jamie King from My Name Is Errol. Uh, that's the blonde. Uh, the blonde lady. Yeah. Yeah, she's in it. She works for Stallone as well. But like, it, like eighties kind of futuristic Tron Blade Runner music, right? And sometimes they played it over dialogue, and it was like overbearing, especially when Stallone's doing like a voiceover to the guy, you know. So it's like a guy having a flashback, mm-hmm. and um, he's hearing Stallone's voice, and Stallone, you know, he mumbles anyway, and having this down, 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 still eighties music, you know, over yeah. the top of it didn't help anything so not not the best movie um and i didn't the main villain wasn't as strong as the first one but again i do like the first one enough that i will check out the third one you know sometimes in franchises you you do get a film that isn't great um and like i'm looking forward to the third one i I would recommend still watching i mean they both come to netflix now anyway like i watched it from nefarious means as you know andy but um i think is it like next week or something i showed you the second one's come to netflix so yeah i think so yeah yeah so it was okay i didn't get enough of stallone as i wanted but yeah i i I think the prison was a bit over the top i'm glad they're kind of pulling it back for the second one uh, for the third one, sorry, um, because I just the future prison bullshit is like nothing said that they were based in the future, and they're kind of trying to pass it off because oh yeah, it's all these Asian patents we've managed to build this now. It's like no, you fucking didn't. No, <laughs> this, that's not how that happened. But okay, we'll go with it. But yeah, no one near as good as the first movie. Um, again, like I said, I will I will watch the third one. Um, so I watched them. Um, there's a new show on Netflix called The Fix. Uh, it's with Jimmy Carr, and it's like a topical show, like eight out of ten cats. So basically, like episode one, it was social media, um, and then the next one was like uh, immigration, and like at the end, the teams have to come up with a fix for the problems. Like um, uh, for social media, the the one team decided they wanted internet police that could actually arrest people for what they were doing or saying online, and the other team suggested to slow down the internet for social media users. Hmm. Um, 
and, and like for like episode two, the, I've, I've watched most of them now. It's really, really funny, man. Like, uh, I love the two hosts that he's got. Uh, it's, uh, it's basically out of 10 cats, you know, because that's kind of topical as well. But this time they only talk, talk about one topic and then you know what it's like. He gets comedians on and they just have a laugh. So like um, for the immigration, the one of the hosts decided e-migrants a TV show, like filming them, like a live TV show to get right. money. <laughs> and the other one decided to revamp the citizen test to make it like more relative to today. But what you should also do is make current Americans take it. And if they fail it, they get kicked out as well. So <laughs> That's fair. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the fixes are actually, some of them are just like ridiculous, like e-migrants, the TV show, but like the rest of them, like revamping a citizen test. Yeah, that's fine. Um, there was one about AI I was watching the other night. I never finished it though, but it's kind of weird having like a show like this. Um, obviously this just shows you like, I know me and you have mostly moved over to digital, but it's, it's normal having like serial shows or action shows and Mm. things like that. But having like just a normal comedy show that's usually on like E4 on Netflix just shows you that TV is more or less dead now. If Jimmy Carr's even in Netflix, do you know what I mean? And um, they've signed up most of the comedians you can think of anyway for the specials. But when like eight out of 10 cats successors, basically Netflix now it's like, well, TV doesn't have long left at all. Does it? Um, it's just a strange one, being able to binge watch like a show like this. So I watched a couple and I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch another. <laughs> so I just turned it off because like these sort of shows, you know, you know what they're like. You see them like once a week if they're on the telly. So mm. I don't think the need for having all of these out at the same time is there. But um, anyway, I watched a film called Tag Andy based on oh, a true yeah. story. Um, Jeremy Renner's in it, um, Stu from The Hangover and John Hamm. And basically it's about the longest ever game of Tag. It's not that great. It's literally... Like, but then again, a film about tag with adults, what do you think is going to happen? There's nothing like extremely funny because it is basically a true story. I remember reading about this. It was in the paper and stuff. And it was like these guys kept playing tag like from when they were kids. And, yeah, it tried to build the meaning of friendship and be funny. But unfortunately, it just wasn't. Um, I finished watching The Defiant Ones, episode two and three, because I'd already watched one and four. Like one was the er- early days of... Um, Dr. Drain, Jimmy Iveen, and four was like the Apple deal because you know this was this came out about the time when Dr. Drain, Jimmy Iveen sold beats to Apple. Um, so like the second episode was about NWA and U2 because um, obviously Jimmy Iveen wasn't always with Dr. Dre. He's got U2 and like No Doubt and all these bands, and it it was split in two and it wasn't as interesting for me. Uh, like Jimmy Iveen's parts, like the NWA parts were more interesting than hearing about fucking Bono. Um, mm-hmm. It's still a great series. Like the third one was about Death Row Records, Last Days, and U2 as well, and like Tupac getting shot right. and stuff, and Dr. Dre leaving. Uh, absolutely great show. But again, if you just want to know about the Apple selling, the more recent stuff, just watch these episode five. There was only four episodes in it, but decent. Uh, and finally, I watched the live action Jungle Book, uh, not the one that's on Netflix currently, the Mowgli one, which um, is Andy Serkis one, I think it is. Um, so. I think it's Andy Serkis Studio, so it's meant to be really good and Christian Bale's in it and stuff, but this one was um, mostly okay, like Bill Murray was blue it felt kind of more rushed than the cartoon, like I know it sounds weird but in this live action I didn't get a sense of Blue and Mowgli's relationship by the time that, you remember how Blue says you have to go to the man village kid you know, in like Mowgli's region by the time that happened, it's like why is Mowgli upset? He's, he barely knows him, like this doesn't make sense. And like the songs, like 
it doesn't really know if it wants to be like a full on live action proper one or it wants yeah. to be a, just like a scene by scene remake of the Disney one because all of a sudden it will throw in like um, the bare necessities and it's like why why am I listening to bare necessities when you've not fucking sung for the whole thing like I didn't hear the elephant parade from the elephants so yeah, it just didn't sound right and it's a terrible terrible rendition of the bare necessities um, I also don't know why King Louie had to be King Kong's cousin in size like he was absolutely mm-hmm. fucking giant but as you remember in the, TV, in the cartoon he was just a chimpanzee and that would have worked just as well like his size did nothing in this film like it didn't I, I don't I don't understand like why they made him so giant it, like who went do you know what this film's perfect but he needs to be fucking huge hmm. it, I think it was the guy that um, I think it's Happy from Iron Man that directed oh, this John yeah. yeah it's, it was him that directed this so why did he go in and go do you know what I love all the jungle but love everything keep the bare necessities but see King Louie wouldn't it be good if he was the size of King Kong like why 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 did that happen um so yeah I mean it was okay and the one interesting thing was my wee wins at the age obviously where colorful things is more exciting for her than anything else which is one of the reasons why she likes Sonic Boom because it's definitely not the actual story or Knuckles but like um she likes watching that, but then I put the Jungle Book on and she started absolutely pissing herself laughing the minute the animals started talking. And uh, Bagheera came on and our cat's called Bond and she pointed at the screen. She's going, bah, bah, because that's what she calls Bond. Mm. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not Bond. And then <laughs> Tash, Tash, Tash was like, but you've got to realise that Bond's probably that big to her, like, because she's well, tiny. Yeah, like. right enough, yeah. So she thought Bagheera was Bond, which was cute, but she was just laughing so much at Baloo and every time the animals talked. And it wasn't bad, like, I'm not the biggest Jungle Book. It's not my favourite Disney movie. Um, but I do want to see this Mowgli one to, just for comparison because I've heard it's a lot better and it's from Andy Serkis' studio and I'm sure he's in it as well. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to check that out. It was a, it was a smart move that they actually done that. Um, Netflix bought it. I'm getting bad feedback from you, Andy, by the way. Feedback? Yeah, like when I'm speaking, I'm hearing an echo and then your microphone. I'm hearing it make echo. Uh, I love it. Yes, have a look. It's gone now, to be fair. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, I do want to see Mowgli, and I, it's not because I'm a big Jungle Book fan, but yeah, I want to compare them to see what's the better story. From what I hear, like, the Disney one's obviously just Disney, and this Mowgli one's more about the actual book. What is Andy doing? I'm just going to change a couple of settings here, hold on. Just keep going. Okay. Um, well, it's level up next, so I've got nothing. I can't string out the jungle bit much longer. I could sing the bare necessities to be ready. I'll do that. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Rachel's recipes. It's just the bare necessities of life. I don't know the rest. I don't, I don't know what comes next. Um, I don't know if that's it. No, it's not. I can still hear me coming back in the microphone. And I don't know why, because it's not like I'm using a powerful microphone. Like, when I'm talking, it's a two-second delay, and then your wee voice thing's going green, and I'm hearing myself back in my headphones. I mean, it must be coming from, uh, like, my headphones. Uh, all I can do is turn yeah. my headphones down. Yeah. Just a wee bit. Just use one ear and just put one off the back ear. 
But anyway, yes, let's move on to level up. This is the part of the show where we talk about all oh, the TV. No, 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 it's not. We've talked about all the TV and all the movies. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the games we've played this week and the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Soldier Boy's planning to open a store in California. Soldier Boy's getting his ass sued. Mm. <laughs> Probably for off of Nintendo, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that they've... Somebody from Nintendo, I'm sure, came out and said something about it. They did. They said they're investigating the map. The fuck are you doing? I'm just trying to still change the settings around. But yeah, uh, Soldier Boy's opening a store to sell his uh, games consoles in, in California. Before he gets sued. Yes? It's you that's reading the news, big boy. Yes. Uh, oh, I just wanted comments from you about fucking Soldier Boy. He's getting arrested, man. Like, he's such an idiot. Like, obviously, my uh, present for you hasn't arrived yet. I don't expect it to be here till like the end of January, but. Um, Nintendo's got to sue him. Like he he came out and even tried to say he had all the licenses for these games, and I seen the games on it. I'm like, there's no fucking way Nintendo licensed you Mario Brothers on a non Nintendo brand, no Nintendo brand console. Not a chance. Yeah, I think somebody's fed up misinformation. To be honest, and like uh, I read an an article with him from uh, the from Rolling Stone, which in the in the this article, Rolling Stone said that his handheld game console could play Switch and Vita games. <laughs> Rolling Stone. Like, no. But yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> Poor soldier boy. Uh, Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 2 is uh, coming out on January 24th. Yay. I still haven't finished the first one. It's about long between these, man. Because like, that was, seems like ages ago the first episode came out. Well, it was like summer, wasn't it? It wasn't summer, but like it was like September, October sort of time. September's still summer. Well, it is more autumn, but anyway, like that's too long, a, like a gap. You should have like a month gap at most, I would say. Yeah, you should have these all ready before you really, or close to ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Minecraft Wii U edition is getting its last ever update. I can't believe they're still updating it. What's the fucking point? It's the same as the PS3 and the 360, though. They're getting the last ever updates. Yeah. Um, Nintendo is apparently going to be taken to court over its illegal eShop pre-ordering system. <laughs> is this because once you pre-ordered, you can't cancel? I believe so. I think that's what it is. How, I bet it doesn't even end up in court. Nah, probably not. Like They'll probably just change something before it happens and they'll be like oh well we've changed it so um, this article is probably not even worth talking about this PS4 versus PS uh, yeah, sorry PS5 versus Xbox 2 thing no probably not no <laughs> uh, Treyarch has uh, nerfed uh, Zero in Black Ops 4 apparently she was too powerful I didn't feel that when I was playing as a but okay I thought she was alright. Maybe I played after they nerfed her to be fellow. 
Uh, Switch is the fastest selling US console this generation. Which is kind of an interesting statistic. But they've sold a lot of consoles there. Uh, 8.7 million so far. I believe that's just in America. Yeah, just in America. Hello, sorry man. Yeah, um, so the, the Switch has sold 8.7 million units since launch in America. So that's March 2017 to November 2018, which makes it that's the fastest, a lot. Selling, fastest selling console in America this generation. So it's, sold, it's outpacing the PS4 and the Xbox One like at launch. Jesus, what, in its first year basis? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they wow. haven't sold as many at, at that's the insane. time frame. Yeah. Although the Switch sold out, I don't remember the PlayStation or the Xbox selling out. Maybe the PlayStation had limited stocks for a while. I think they, I think it was definitely hard to get them when they initially launched in America. I don't know if it was so bad over here. PlayStation it was. I remember a lot of folk wanting PlayStation. It didn't go for day one and couldn't get it for a while. Hmm. But Switch definitely over here was hard to get for a while. Hmm. Unless you came to CX and paid 50 quid more. <laughs> yeah. A couple more games came to Game Pass, so um, Ori and the Blind Forest and Shadow Warrior 2 came to Game Pass. So you like this Ori, should I download it? Ori's good man, I would, I would say it's well worth playing, it's a really, really good like 2D platformer, like brilliant graphics, mm. good gameplay, it's kind of like a cutesy version of like a Metroidvania, like I think mm. this is, I think this game's probably why I don't like Tanglewood, because <laughs> like, like when I started playing Tanglewood it reminded me of that, but this is way better. Hmm. I still have to play Tanglewood. Yeah, well, you're waiting for your thing to come, your Mega Drive. My Sega SG, yeah. Hmm. Well, Mega SG or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, Lego Lord of the Rings uh, was free on Humble Bundle on PC. It's a great. It's the best Lego game. It's the best Lego game. I don't, I don't know that it's still free right now, but uh, if you did. If you did grab it, like definitely play it because it's really good. If you don't play it before, I, I played it. I won't buy. It. I won't play it again. I won't play it again. I think I played it in Vita. I'm sure I did. Yeah, I played it on PS4 and Vita and Platinum on both. So, like, it's a really good game. Uh, there was a new suit came to uh, Spider Man on PS4. It's the uh, Spider Man, basically the Spider Man Two suit. I think it yeah. was, um, which is the yeah. one that everybody wanted. Apparently, who who's it? Like there was people complaining, but why the fuck do you want? Those suits, like, they weren't that good. I think Andrew Garfield's suit in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was better. But... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of, kind of, like, standard Spider-Man suits in this. Game. Yeah. Like, if you don't want the uh, the one with the white spider on it, there's plenty yeah, of... You can, all, you can change it in your first, what, hour to play, maybe? If you yeah, can. easy. And you get hundreds and hundreds of different ones that you can swap back and forth between, so... Yeah, I, 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 like, I love Spider-Man, but I wasn't desperate for this suit. I think my needs were covered with the classic suit because, not the comic book one, but see, just the classic Spider-Man suit, it looked yeah. the same. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so the Games of Gold for uh, January got announced. Do you know what probably took so long getting the Sam Raimi suit? licensing and they probably thought is it going to be worth it getting this and then they had enough folk moan at every DLC that they thought yeah let's just pay the money and give them it yeah I think so too I mean they've obviously been working on it for a while like 
and it's probably been annoying for the developers. Like I read a couple of threads about it, and like I, I reckon it's been really irritating for the those guys to have to be sitting there going, like, yeah, the the because they can't tell people that the suit's coming, yeah, because they're not allowed to yet, but they know that it is coming because they're working on the deal. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> just kind of bullshit. And but yeah, because it would, Xbox, would it be the, you would have to go through the film studios for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, and Marvel. You'd have to like speak to like Sony movies about it, plus Marvel, and make sure that and whoever designed the movie and whoever designed the suit in the first place, you know. Yep. And Tony Maguire, of course, as well. You'd have to get. Oh, you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to. <laughs> You'd probably like, that's, that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, just do it. <laughs> I really want to see that into the Spider Verse. Yeah, me too. Like, I, everything I've heard from everybody that's been seen it has been positive. Like, I haven't well, heard a single it, person say anything negative about it. No, what I've heard, it's not. Even though it's a cartoon, it's one of the best superhero movies of all time, apparently. So. Yep. Which is pretty crazy, to be honest. Yeah, to hear that from a, a, a CGI movie when most folk would ignore them or be like, eh, it was just a CGI one. Like, legit good reviews for this and mm. voted a superhero movie of the year over Avengers. What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it must but be it good does, then. It looks really good, like, but yeah, like, now, it's universal praise all around for that movie, man. Talking about movies, Andy, right? This is a part of the 42 staff night out that we're actually going to do this year. Um, Well, next year. Did the... the um, did you look into that escape room? Or does anyone in the chat know? Like, There's a movie called Escape Room coming by Sony Pictures and it's meant to hit the theatres about the 4th of January. But if you look on Netflix coming the 1st of January, there's also a movie called Escape Room. And I, I'm not sure how this works. Like, Obviously, like if it's come to the cinema and it's on Netflix, I'll just watch it Netflix. But I, I, if it's two of the... I don't know. Like, Because um, we're going to do an escape room if we can get it booked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not sure. Where's it going? No, I can't see. Uh... It could just be a, a coincidence they're called the same name. Hmm. Could be. Who knows? No, I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure on that one. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, Games of Gold got announced for, uh, for January, so you're getting uh, Celeste... WRC two on Xbox One. Uh, sorry, WRC six on Xbox One, and uh, on three sixty you're getting Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light and Far Cry two. Already got Far Cry two. Malarious simulator, terrible game. Celeste is supposed to be really, really good. Like it was like in my game of the year stuff, all over the place this year. Escape Plan two is already on Netflix. Nice. I'll definitely try Celeste. I won't bother with the other ones. Celeste was meant to be okay. I feel it's amazing. But we'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. <laughs> Sonic Mini Adventures Part 6, which is a holiday special, uh, came out, which is like that's like a YouTube show that they've been doing. Um, you've watched the rest of it, you say? Yeah, I haven't seen this one just yet, I forgot. But yeah, they're really quite good. Um, I wish they'd done a proper series on it. Yeah, I, I, there's no voice acting in it, is there? No, it's like silent cartoons. Well, I, I don't even know if Robotnik speaks. I can't think, but it's basically like... It's fine that they don't speak. It's basically classic Sonic from Generations, and like obviously that's the Sonic that's in Sonic Mania, because as we know, it's two different worlds now, thanks to, was yeah. it, Forces? 
and like the classic Sonic worlds, like this one, and it's really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the cartoon, and I, I'm like, we had the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning one with fucking Sally Acorn that I didn't like, um, with the one with Grinder and that, and then we had. Sonic X, which was okay, but it had too many humans, and then we had mm. Sonic Boom. Like, Sonic cartoons, like, it's ready written. Like, I, I know they're, they're fucking up the movie, but why not just do a cartoon like this? Like, people would love it. <laughs> like, I it's stupid. It's, it's like when they fucked like... up Ratchet and Clank, it's like they've, they've, the story's there. Like, that Ratchet and Clank movie was okay. Wasn't great. Me and Bethany watched it, it was alright. Um, the, uh, Uncharted movie, uh, the director has left. So I think this is the third or fourth director which has left the project. Uh, this guy's name is Sean Levy, so they're, they're looking for someone new. I don't need to see this as a movie. Just leave it as a game, like please. I don't think this Escape Room on Netflix is the same. It, it just seems like three adults, like whereas the other one, it seemed like a team of people, and it looked mm. much better than the trailer for this. Yeah, I only watched about half the trailer for that Escape Room movie because it looked really good. So I didn't yeah, the trailer... Dig any, any, more, any the, more than that. The trailer for this does not look good. And I'm sure there was, like, younger people in this as well. This is kind of, like, three 30 to 40-year-olds with smoke coming in the room. Yeah, this isn't the same. I might watch this one as well. Mm. But, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, Sorry. Um, <laughs> the uh, NES controllers that came out for the Switch, the wireless ones, uh, those will also work with uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe when it comes out next year. Cool. Which is cool. I yeah. do want that game, but I don't think I'll be paying 50 quid for it. No, I mean, I would not mind paying 20 for it. I don't think I would be able to justify spending any more than that on it, to be fair, because I already played that game and it was alright. Why not just make a new one? I mean, it can't be hard with assets. I think hmm. it's not like this one was a standout. It just felt the same as the one in the Wii, which felt the same as, you know, the one in the DS. It's like you could have easily just done new Super Mario Brothers Switch and put in some new stuff. This is this one's laziness. I'm going to say this is laziness. Like Bayonetta 2, fair enough, because it was an exclusive. This game is just lazy. That's all it is. I think they'll just try to get as many titles on the Switch as possible, to be honest. Fair, but you understand what I'm saying. They could have easily oh, yeah. created a brand new one. Mm, definitely. Uh, Firewatch on Switch has a N64 Easter egg in it. I'll not spoil what it, it is. But if you want to go and find it, go for it. It's an actual uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's an actual game? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Basically, sorry, spoilers. If you find the... It's the, the difference... This wasn't in the standard version. Um, if you find the Nintendo 64 cartridge and you go up to your watchtower and plug it in, it's got an actual game. You can play a, It's a, a game in a game, game section. Cool. Um, apparently Square Enix is going to be putting out uh, Dragon Quest XI S on the Switch. Uh, they, it looks like they're going to be announcing it on the 1st of January, so it's been leaked already, though. Uh, Life is Strange Season 1 is on Game Pass. If you've not played that game, fucking play it because it's amazing. It was my game of the year a couple of years ago. It was. Uh, PUBG is back up to over a million concurrent players on Steam. Now that the new uh, map is out, the snow map. I've watched a few people playing it. It looks shit. 
Like now that Black Ops is uh, Blackout's out, there's no need for. What's this game you're talking about? PUBG. Hmm. Yeah. No, it can disappear. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is apparently developing 4K webcams, which are compatible with the Xbox One. Cool. Cool. <laughs> like most of these news stories are just like, yep. Okay, it's not really. They're not, most of them aren't even worth talking about. It's like, yep, this thing's happening. All right. Cool. See if it, see if it actually comes out. Um, yeah, I would wait on Dragon Quest Eleven for it to come to Switch. Yeah. Um, some new levels are coming <coughs> to Celeste uh, early next year as well, which is perfectly time for it coming to Games of Gold. Uh, these are like very hard levels, apparently. Yeah, it's two different films. Sorry, I've just looked up the Sony one, and it said the Escape Room, the one that we wanted to see, is about six strangers who find themselves in circumstances beyond their control and must use their wits. And the other one's the one in Netflix is like a birthday surprise gone wrong. Okay, right. <laughs> so it's totally different. A birthday celebration, yeah, in an escape room takes a terrifying turn. Yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't sound the same at all. Yeah, and the final piece of news is uh, Soldier Boy has said that in January 2019 is when his esports team is going to launch, which I don't believe that it will launch <laughs> then, unless he has shit players. He might go to jail. That's yeah, what he has might happen. money, I suppose, so. He does have money, he could make this happen, but I think jail is more likely for him. <laughs> I don't see him going to jail. I can see him getting a cease and desist letter from Nintendo, where they go, stop selling this shit, and he goes, and he okay, w- that's fine. No. He would say no. He won't say no. He said, fuck Nintendo. Did you not see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Jesus. He says, I'm not scared of Nintendo, fuck Nintendo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the news. Not a lot of news happening, obviously. And there's nothing really coming out over this last couple of weeks. Let's just see what Soldier Boy's latest thing is. Um, he's just talking about his new album. This yeah, is probably just all of his music. This is all just probably hype for his new album. To be honest, he's trying to get, like, yeah, trying to get gamers to buy his new album or listen to it on Spotify. Like that. I've listened just... to more Soldier Boy recently, definitely. Like, I hadn't listened to Soldier Boy in years. I went back and listened to a couple of his songs. Oh well, somebody tweeted him, said, "Looked under my tree and didn't get a Soldier Watch or Soldier Console. Christmas sucks." And Soldier Boy replied and said, "We're backed up in orders. Send your address, and I'll send someone personally to deliver it today for you." What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that's good service. But why didn't I get mine? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't get mine either. <laughs> he also said he sold five million consoles. I think it's five million like dollars worth of consoles. I doubt it. I severely doubt that. Or maybe it's five million dollars worth of products over like the soldier watch, like between the consoles and the watches and the things. Like people are people are buying it like out of curiosity to see it and unbox it and make YouTube videos and content about it. That's why people are buying it. Yeah, people aren't buying it because they like they like the idea of the product. People are buying it to go like, eh, what is this shit? <laughs> Yeah, I watched a guy review it and then he gave it away to people. Mm. Which is probably the best thing to do with it. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything more about it, but he did say fuck Nintendo. He also said I love designing and creating. Next project should be super fun, let's go. Think big, win big. He isn't designing these consoles, just so everyone no. knows. He's not designing anything. He's like even, as far as I'm aware, there's not even any like Soldier Boy box or anything like that on these things. 
Well, you're mistaken. There is. What? He's oh, put a so sticker in all the boxes that says sticker, right, Okay, I could do that. We could just yeah. put a sticker that says 42 on every box of everything. And just go, oh, 42, this thing. 42 Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Apparently, it's like a drop um, box. They'll drop something when you order drop your soldier shipping. game. That's what they call it. Please. Yeah, it's a drop shipping address. It's basically like we could have this on 42, like I said, and call it 42 console. And every time they get sent, they fire a 42 logo on it, and we get a portion of the profit, so that's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what, what a legend. Crank that. Right. Crank that Toja boy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, Soldier boy. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the Soldier boy news of the week. He's going to get arrested. <laughs> he, I mean, I don't know if he get arrested, but like, Something will go down with in the new year, for sure. That surely can't be in Britain. Let's just see. If it is, I'm watching it after the show. It's not. Avengers Infinity was on Netflix in America already. Hmm. I've I've got it on 4K Blu-ray anyway, so... Yeah. It's a bit shit that we don't get all these things that American Netflix gets. I mean, you can change your VPNs around and stuff, and it doesn't always work these days. Um, if you do a paid VPN service, it does, but it'll it'll like you usually have to do that on a computer. Yeah, I'm doing that. I, I'd rather just watch it Showbox. Like, say, I, I did buy the Blu-ray, so it's a good Blu-ray. It's a good 4K as well. So the one thing I'm happy about news-wise with that was that um. The Civil War's finally coming out, at least in box set form, with the other two Captain Americas. Because um, I love Civil War, I'd happily have it in 4K. Mm. I I did like the first two Captain Americas, but I don't know if I liked them enough at this stage to buy both of them. Um, I know you love the Winter Soldier, but um, those and the, the other th- shit thing is, I wanted to get the Matrix Reloaded in Revelations because I bought the Matrix. Remember at the end yeah. of last year. And they've released them as a box set instead of separate. And I'm like, this is a bullshit move. Just release them all together. The, the only reason for you not releasing them separately at the same time is to try and force people to buy this. So then end up with two copies of The Matrix, which is a good film, but I don't exactly want to buy it. Like, what, well, four, four, four months after it comes out, you release all of them? Like, just I get think, the other two released. I think probably what they're doing is, like, they realise that people, some people might only want to buy The Matrix. But there are other people that do want the second and third ones, and those people probably will buy the box set because they would want the first one as well. Yeah, but what if I bought the first one because I love the movies, which I do, and I want the other two, which I do, and I'm stuck. I don't want to have to buy a box set now. They probably shouldn't have put the first movie out first on its own. Yeah. They should have released the first movie and the trilogy at the same time. And I would have bought the trilogy. I mean, I don't really need to see the Matrix in, in 4K. Like, yeah, it's so good in 4K. The Marvel ones, the Marvel ones, I would. Like the, the Matrix in 4K is great, but the CGI in the real world is not great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all it is. So let's move on to what we've been playing, Andy. Um, so Black Ops Four, obviously, I've been playing. Um, I, I don't have too much to say. I, apart from I love Zero like she's really cool she's been nerfed since it came to Xbox so she's not as like OP as she was in the PlayStation apparently um, she's got a cool ability where she like hacks the entire other team 
Um, so like it shows them up in the map and it hacks like you can hack a kill streak so you can shut down the barricades and stuff but when you start hacking it shows your position in the map to the other team so you become a prime target um, and the grenade you've tried the grenade as well you throw it and it kind of disorientates them it's kind of yep. like a flashbang but not as powerful but the cool thing is you get XP for every time you throw it whereas a flashbang you don't obviously Um so with the season pass, I got Reaper, who's a robot, um, who was in Black Ops 3. Uh, and also they added multiplayer maps, which is awesome, because I thought it was just going to be a zombie maps season pass, but apparently not. The, there was a new element added to zombies, which I do want to try, but unfortunately none of my friends have the season pass um, just yet. I think Michael's maybe getting it for his Christmas, but the new zombies mode looks pretty fun, um, and the new multiplayer maps are awesome. Um They've added blackout characters to the tiers, which is great as well because some of the challenges were over the top for them. So basically, there's a blackout character at level 45 and one at like 75 odds. So it's like Nikolai and one of the other ones. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really happy that they've they've not just made because initially, I'm sure the season passed it. They did come out after I bought it and said, yeah, it's going to be zombies. And I was like, no, zombies is not my favourite part of this game. Um, but now that they've changed it and it's multiplayer maps as well, I'm, I'm fine with that. So um, we did play some more Blackout as well, Andy, as always, but we didn't play as much. I did diver- diversify this week with my game playing. Um, I do like Blackout. We did try and have a snowball fight, but it didn't come together. Because we couldn't find the snowballs. <laughs> yeah, and then... We landed and hijacked one map, and me and Michael surprisingly made it off the ship and came seventh, I think it was. Yeah, I did not so, get off the ship. You get nailed, as far as I remember. Straight away, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were we were lucky. Um, we did play well. I got a few kills in the ship, so did Michael. And we managed to get off, and to come seventh, to me, that's better than a win. If you start and hijack just now, because if you, if you want to try it, try parachute to hijack right now and tell me there isn't at least 20 minimum players going to the same destination. Yep, and it's really small as well. So oh, it's tiny. It's really confined. <laughs> yeah. I think um, that map was that, that sort of size, like in the game multiplayer. Yeah. The multiplayer game yeah. yeah, on multiplayer, which like Nooktown's kind of a smaller map when you think about it as well. It's basically mm-hmm. two houses, and that's it. Um, so yeah, hijack was and in Black Ops Three. I'm sure it was like a heli carrier almost. It was a flying ship. Um, so yeah, I clicked an advert on Xbox Andy as well that said Bumblebee the game, and I clicked oh, yeah. on it, and um, it was on the right hand side, and it said unlock for your avatars, and I'm like. Fuck yes. So like basically you're in a garage and it's a 360 view you get and you view a gallery. I didn't look through the pictures, I just clicked on them all to get the Avatar award. But then I clicked on the game and it's actually like an eight eight or sixteen bit side scroller with Bumblebee. Like uh it's a continu- it's a continuous runner game still thing, but it was actually pretty fun. So you could transform and like it's old school Bumblebee as well. And just for like a wee flash game that's in the side of the controller, that's that's cool. And I love when it's like unlock avatar item because I remember completing Earthworm Jim. I got Earthworm Jim suit from Avatar. This is the sort of stuff I want to see if they're bringing back yeah. Avatars. Like, do it, like, uh, in the Call of Duty. Let me unlock my Call of Duty stuff through that because you've done it before. You know, like, add it as, like, an extra incentive as well as your achievements. Um, obviously, the paid content, like, if you want brand name stuff like Adidas and your Toronto Maple Leafs and stuff, fine. But even if you chucked a couple of those things in with the sports games, that would be awesome. Like... They used to do really cool stuff like this. Like Final Fantasy, I've got the mini Chocobo from Final Fantasy 13 when it first came out as well for playing the game. 
Um, but yeah, the Bumblebee game was it was none to write home about, but it was it was pretty fun. I didn't expect it to be an actual game. I thought it was just like a, a look around the garage at concept art and stuff. Mm. Um, I picked up NBA Playgrounds Two Andy for eleven ninety nine, which was an awesome price for it. It dropped to six sixteen pounds is fine for it. That's what it's down to just now. Um, and I, as you know, I like the first one. I think you quite enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah, this. This one's got much more content, like different modes and stuff. A lot of the complaints about the first one was addressed, and I didn't really have these complaints about the first one, but hey, um, there's a lot more licensed players like uh, Michael Jordan and Alan Iverson. Uh, the gameplay's a lot smoother, and you've, you've kind of got your season mode, you've got your online mode, um, but I haven't poked about too many of the other areas yet, but the menu screen's a bit busier. It's still got the same kind of idea with the card-based system, um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely brilliant. Like it's almost as if they went right. We've heard all your complaints, right? We've fixed it all now. But by the time they fixed it all, from what I gather, even though the game reviewed well, the fans don't want to buy it now because they were raging at your first game because it didn't have online for the first month. And it's like, who cares? Like just play the game first. Yeah. But hey, yeah, I understand that some people get mad about that, but not me. Um, but yeah, NBA Playgrounds too. It's it's down to like, is it half price just now? I think it is, or like forty percent off or something. Sixteen pound, you can't go wrong. And like I said, I had my Nintendo Gold points expiring because they're the ones that run out, and that gave me like another four pound off it. So eleven ninety nine. I'm not going to grumble. And it's a shame because I probably won't go back to the first game now, but I really wanted to finish the season mode in that, but I don't see the point now that I've played this better one. And that's one of the reasons I was holding off buying this. I think it's twenty four ninety nine. it usually is. And I was like, I'm not buying it. It's twenty four ninety nine is a fine price for it. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then when it dropped in price, I'm like, hold on, I've got like £4.75 Nintendo points. I'm just going to use it. So yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. I'd definitely recommend this. Uh, be right back, need a drink. Yes, yeah, so does, surprisingly, but hey... Um, I'm going to be able to play one more game, but I can wait till Andy gets back. Um, I did play another game tonight, but I want to round table that um, and that will segue into his games. That is my password MacBook. Sorry, folks. But yeah, NBA, NBA there's, there's a good Christmas sale on in the Switch just now. Um, and if you get your gold Nintendo points, I'd recommend just using them because it gives you money off games. I think I really like this idea. As much as sometimes I miss the club Nintendo stuff because they had really cool things. The 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 points the way they, they're used now it is really good. Um, so yeah, I uh, I'd recommend checking out the Christmas sale. Um, I did go back to a game tonight, but I got absolutely annihilated at. Um, I stuck on um, Doom on the Switch, which apparently got a graphical update recently. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, I think it looks worse. Than, like, I, oh. I, I, I honestly think it looks worse than it was. Like the update installed, and right, fine. Let's have a look at this. Uh, to be, it's maybe not fair because like I haven't played it on the big screen for a while when I was playing it on the big screen and the last time I played it on the big screen was an Xbox which has had its 4K Xbox One X up, update so it's mm-hmm. maybe not a fair comparison so I need to probably try it handheld but I'm more or less in the last level and I'm in this part where I'm just oh I'm getting absolutely fucking nailed and um, I tried it like four times kept dying I'm like nah, I'm, I'm just sucking at this part I'm gonna like never play this game again if I put this on one more time so I had to come out of it um, plus I've got the difficulty level up quite high not on full but like I've got the difficulty level above normal 
um, probably shouldn't have done that. Especially when you take a gap from a game, you know, Doom's one of those games where you need your rhythm. And if you go back to it and you've lost your rhythm, it's like, ah, oh my God, right, okay, what's this gun? What guns? Because each enemy type, like, and it's very cool because it's diverse. This is not a slate against Doom. Uh, I love the game, but, like, um, each enemy type's better with a set. Like, some are better with shotguns, take them out. Some are better with plasma rifles, and I cannot remember for the life of me. Because, I mean, I was playing through this game when Tasha was pregnant, as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, just before Lexi was so. born, like about this time last year, and like I thought, oh, I'll dip back into. It. I need to finish this game because it's on my finish list, and I knew it was near the end. But no, I cannot pass this level just now. Um, I also stuck on another game that because I've made a, a list of games that I need to finish that I like that I've not put enough time into. Xenoblade Chronicles Two, and like I love this game, but I'm now at a part where like I've not played it for that long on and off that I'm like I can't remember what's happening. I don't remember my controls. I don't remember the battle scheme. I don't know where to go in the map. Like, so I walked about for a bit and I'm like, this game looks lovely. It's absolutely amazing. I do not want to restart this game because I've put over 14 hours into it. Mm. And sometimes with RPGs, you just need to give it a couple of hours and you're like, all oh, right. Like once the next story picks up, I'm like, all oh, right, there we go. But this is why like games should always have a previously on or the last time you played, you know, and like, this is why I want to patent an app that does this mm. for you. And it, it gives you a brief, do you want to have a brief run through of the controls again, since you've not played the next amount of time? Like, yes, please. So, um, I had to put Xenoblade Chronicles down as well. I wasn't getting beaten or anything. I was just in a town, like asking people questions. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm meant to go. And like, the map isn't obvious in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I'm like, Right, I've no idea. I'm not restarting mm-hmm. this game. I'm just going to turn it off and come back to it when I've got more time because I've stuck it on just for a play about. Um, I've got one more game and then my final game I want to round table with you, Andy, anyway. Okay. So, uh, the Devil May Cry 4, as you know, it's one of the ones I've not played. And Devil May Cry 5 is out in a few months. Um, two months? Is it February or March or January? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll check for you though. Start of the year anyway, so I thought, well, I've finished Devil May Cry 1, I've finished Devil May Cry 3 before, I've finished DMC, I've just never finished 2 or 4, and up pops in the sale, the HD remasters and 4 Ultimate Edition for 20 quid, and I'm like, oops a daisy <laughs> oops a daisy but That was my hard drive, I'm doing this on the couch instead of my table. Um, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, fuck it. I want to just try and finish these. And Davis, he's a big fan of Devil May Cry and kept telling me, just stick with Devil May Cry 4. It, trust me, it gets better. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to stick with it. What I'm going to do is fire it on easy mode. And I'm going to, because this is the Ultimate Edition, it's like everything unlocked from the start. And you know how usually you get a playthrough, you can play through with like the super skins and the superpowers. Yeah. Fuck it. I fired it on like that, Andy, right? And you know how cool it looks in the cutscenes and then you get to play and you've got like, two moves available to you at the start of the game. It's like, how come he was just doing this a second ago? Well, I'm playing through Super Nero, um, bought every single power, because it gives you like 300 million red orbs, part of this (laughs) Ultimate Edition. I bought all these powers. I fired it on easy, and holy fuck, this is such a blast now. Like, I'm just running through enemies. Like, I'm beating... I'm further than I was before. Like, I kept... It's quite a difficult game playing in normal. And, like, obviously trying to level up your powers. You have to grind enemies sometimes, blah, blah. No, no, no. If you're getting this game, pick it up. Fucking download all those ultimate things. Put on super... And honestly, like, Nero looks cool as fuck now, like, running about. He's got flame moves with his sword that I've never seen before. I keep getting SSS rankings and stuff, and it's like... This feels a lot better. Like, why didn't they just do this from the start? Like, I get the whole progression route, but this is still a fun game. Like, 
you could have done this, done away with the skill tree. Like, not every game needs an RPG skill tree if it's an action hack and slash, by the way, folks, yeah. if, if anybody's listening that's making these games. Give me all the fucking powers at the start. Just teach me how to use them, like, as, a, as the game progresses, but make them available. I've had such fun. Like, I fought through the annoying castle that I remembered vividly. Like, there's snow and there's a castle and a bridge and a long-ass trek across. I fired on the fucking superpower and ran across that bridge, man. Uh, beat the big toad outside that I usually get stuck at um, which is made up of two demons that look like Shiva went down to the labs which I've never been to and you get stuck in this thing you unleash Nero's like hidden power which is like the demon inside him and it's kind of cool because you get to see the demon because you know how they are demons like Dante and Nero and you get to see it um, and there's this sort of typical Resident Evil style villain with glasses who look like uh, somebody a street fighter Um, and then I'm in a forest, I've never been to the fucking forest, and Dante's all the way through this as well, and like, I'm in this forest, and I beat a dragon plant lady, and I'm heading towards the light it says to go towards, Um, yeah man, this is really good, like, uh, the second game, I've never finished either, right, I had it, but I never completed it on the PlayStation, Um, or PS2 that one was, sorry, Um, uh, the HD remakes look okay as they can for PS2 upscales, you're they're playable they don't look horrible by any means um dmc still remains my favorite uh i preferred the take on the universe in that one and the music uh as like see the original four they've got kind of resi dna all the way through them like the scenery the weapons the statues you upgrade at and the music it's all like resi kind of and i mean Devil May cry one was an early prototype of resi four anyway before it came its own thing um, it's more gothic and like atmospheric and I prefer the sort of rave demon music that the DMC yep. had to yeah. this um, and I know Devil May Cry 5 is kind of more back to this sort of um, this sort of music and gameplay which is fine I do enjoy it but I don't know I just DMC is awesome and the, the, the cool thing is they did say that they would happily do a DMC sequel with Ninja Theory but they would have to work things out with Microsoft and I know exactly how that conversation would go if Capcom went to them. They would go, yeah, yeah, we'll let Ninja Theory do it, but it can't come to PlayStation. That would be the yep. conversation. Make it exclusive, which I mean, that, I don't know, we'll see. That could happen. We could, could we, happen. We'll see. I would love to get a sequel to that game, but I mean, like, if you're like me and you're, you're thinking about getting the fifth one, I, this, they're on sale just now, cheapest chips, and I mean, if you've never played the trilogy, fire them on easy, the first game's maybe six hours long if you're lucky, like, you've finished them in a couple of nights, beasting it, um, at this stage I wouldn't even say looking up guides and stuff is cheating for the first one, because there is a lot of exploring and pick up this and puzzly, by the time you get to, like, the fourth one, like, there's not as many puzzles, um, it's just and especially if you're doing what I'm doing, just fire it on the Ultimate Edition and just blasting through it. I'm having so much more fun. And I'm a hack and slash fan. I just didn't like this game and I wanted to like get through it. And I mean, I'm never going to play this game more than once. But um, I'm looking forward to playing the second one. I know there's two discs to that, like there was in Resi 2. Uh, there was the disc with Treasure Lady and uh, this with Dante. But it's kind of fucked up the way their order is. Like Devil May Cry 3 is the first one. Well, DMC is the first yeah. Yeah. DMC is the first, then it goes Dev May Cry 3, then it goes Dev May Cry 1, then it goes Dev May Cry 4, then it goes Dev May Cry 2. So it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's the way that they they done it. Like one one was the original, then two was the sequel, which was fine, but then they made three, which was a prequel, and then they made four, which came before two, in between one <laughs> and two. Like it's so crazy. No. And five, no. five, five, I don't know if it comes before two or after two. No one's really said, but everyone's saying it's going to come before two again. So it will go DMC, DM, Devil May Cry 3, 
Dev May Cry 1, Dev May Cry 4, Dev May Cry 5, Dev May Cry 2 is so stupid, but that's the way it goes chronologically. You're not going to miss anything if you just play it through in release order. You know, if you buy this collection, you play 1, 2, 3 through that way. That's absolutely fine as well. It's a bit like Star Wars. Like You can easily watch A New Hope Empire and Return of the Jedi first because that's the way they were released. Or you could watch Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith and do it that way. But... Yeah, I love the games, and for this price, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I need to refresh the story. Um, Dead May Cry 4, I don't know how far away, I'm maybe halfway through, and that's from One Night's Play Andy with Super Mode on, so <laughs> um, I I know like if some people would say this is cheating. At this stage, if I don't do it this way, I'm never finishing this game's story, you know, yeah. uh, and I just want to get through it. So I'm, I'm not as bothered about finishing off t- 2, to be fair. Um, I just needed to finish 4. Uh, but yeah, with all the powers activated and everything, sacrilege, you know, blah blah. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Like this is how I want to play it, and I'm having fun with it. Like I thought it would feel far too easy. It is a bit easy, right? I'm not gonna lie, but like I'm still having fun with it, and that's what matters. When I didn't have this on, and I wasn't playing as Super Nero, and I didn't have it on easy mode, I wasn't having fun with the game. I was mm. playing it, but it was becoming a lobotomous chore. You know that way, but it's like, oh, yeah, I need to try that again. I think next year my resolution has to be. If normal mode you're getting pissed off with, instead of putting the game down and never going back to it, if you can bump down the difficulty, just do that. I know a lot of games don't let you do it, but if Doom lets me bump down to easy just to finish off that last level, I might end up just doing that. Cause it's, I'm sure it will. I don't give a fuck just now. Do you know, I just want to finish games off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the last game I played, you played as well. So if you want to talk about what you've played, then we'll discuss that one at the end. Yeah, so I mean, I only played really one other game anyway, um, which was uh, so um, you've got Amazon Prime, right? I do. So you've also got Twitch Prime. I don't use it, but yeah. But you do, you do have it. Like, uh, and what you can do with Twitch Prime essentially is like you link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and then that gives you Twitch Prime. And then with Twitch Prime, you can uh, download and install free games that they put out every so often. So they did one. Uh, they do like bundles every few weeks of like yeah. indie games usually. Sometimes they'll give you sometimes they'll give you like loot for various games like PUBG and Rainbow Six and Fortnite. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. Um but they also do like uh, game bundles, so like this one was a Devolver Digital game bundle that they put out, which has like uh, it's got Hotline Miami one and two in it, as well as uh Crossing Souls, uh Bro Force and uh, the game that I wanted to play out of it, which is called The Messenger. Mm-hmm. So this game is basically like it's a 2D kind of hack and slash puzzle platform type game with, I mean, it's, it seems to have some kind of like Metroid variant elements and it's got like an up- upgradable skill tree and things like that in it. Um, but what this game reminds me of is it reminds me of Shinobi on the Mega Drive. Yeah. But basically, like brought up to modern kind of standards with, uh, like it kind of reminds me of a cross between Shinobi and Shovel Knight. Okay. And that's how like how high quality this fucking game is. It's really really good. It's like still like sixteen bit type graphics, and um, but the gameplay is like absolutely spot on. The music's really good, and it's just it's a lot of fun. Like uh, it kind of relies on this mechanic of like what I would term it as like jump hit jump. So, like, your character doesn't have, like, a double jump mechanic, but you can jump, and then if he registers a hit on something, whether that be an enemy or, like, a projectile or, like, a 
something in the environment, then it enables him to jump again, which mm-hmm. lets you go and like access a bunch of different areas. And you can kind of chain that so you can like jump, hit something, jump, hit something different, jump, hit something again, and like just keep going like with that. And you can jump all over the place with that. And um, be a really really good game. Yeah, I've only played a couple hours so far, but really really enjoyed it. And like, say you're playing as like this ninja guy with like a yeah, with like a samurai sword and stuff. So Re- really enjoyed it. If you like Shinobi and if you like kind of like two D platforms like Shuffle Knight and stuff, well well worth checking out. And this game got like real real high praise um, over the last wee while when it was nominated for like some of the game awards and stuff like that. Not for best game, but like I'm sure it was like best newcomer or like best indie game and stuff like that. And I'm sure it did win something. And it's fully justified mm-hmm. at that. So like if you're if you do play on PC at all, um, then it's well worth checking out on uh, on Twitch Prime. Like it's free. Like I can't believe it's free because it's so it's such good quality. It's like it would be like getting Shovel Knight for free. Like not that long after it came out. Nice. And yeah, the only other game I really played was Smash Bros. But um, I did. Uh, Bethany did get um, Bendy and the Ink Machine for Christmas. So she was she was playing a bit of that. That game's actually quite cool. It's kind of like a it's like a three D exploration game where, where there's like kind of cartoony jump scares in it. So like you'll be walking along. It's all kind of like sepia tone. And you'll be walking along and like a floorboard will creak or like a beam will fall down. Like that's the sort of level of jump scares that it's been so far, um. But it's, it's quite cool. Um, it reminds me of like, kind of reminds me of like Outlast or something, but in more of like a, uh, I don't know, you call it cartoony environment rather than like the scary, scary environment. And it it reminds me of a cross between that and like Epic Mickey. I think would be the best analogy. Epic Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Because um, like there's like this, there's kind of like uh, the the guy Bendy, like he's like a design uh, that's been made by like the artist that you're playing as or whose friend you're playing as, and he cropped up everywhere on like paintings on the wall and stuff like that, and he kind of looks like a sort of bastardization of Mickey Mouse, but it's quite a cool design and like uh, she seems to like it, so cool little game. But yeah, the only other game I did play was uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which we played for about today. Yeah, I ended up getting this as well. Um, okay, so uh, first first off, right, I haven't spent enough time with it, but the 3DS Smash is still my favourite Smash of all time, right? I'm not saying that this one's not going to be better, but just now from my initial impressions, I don't know what it was about the 3DS one, but Andy, you remember when I got this? Just resonating like it. Yep. A lot of people weren't a fan of it. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I was playing it last week. I, I just, I just love it. Um, this one is good. Um, bit overwhelming options wise, but we knew that anyway. Going in, um, you don't have to get involved with the options. But I like to have a look through my menus at first, and I'm like, Jesus, there's a side menu to the menu at the menu screen. Um, yeah, I know. There's, there's a lot of that sort of yeah. shit, in it. and even to like, I, I think they could have made some of the things a bit more obvious as to where they are. Yeah, like, definitely. Like the campaign mode the wasn't mode. obvious yeah, at first I mean, as well, because it's like down the bottom left is spirits, and it's like it doesn't. Yep. It should just be called campaign or story. Yep, but like even like the classic mode, like I think that should have been a bit more prominent to yeah. to finding it, because like you have to go into like the games and more 
menu or whatever it's called um and like the classic mode is just in that whereas yeah. like, i'm sure there's quite a lot of people that would just want to like have that like more yeah because i haven't even found that because i went into smash just the menu smash and it's not classic yeah. smash yeah so that's just like that's just like basically the multiplayer yeah um, in, in that menu and uh the uh in that games and more menus, the the rest of the stuff, and that's where the that's where classic mode is. And classic mode is just you fighting off against like other people, like arcade mode, basically. Yeah. Arcade mode is set. Yeah, totally, exactly arcade mode. And you go through like six, seven, eight fights, and then get to the end, beat the boss, and then that's it. Right now, the other thing is right. I thought I'd be fine using the pro controller for this. I've played every other Smash basically on a GameCube controller, um, except the Wii U one. But like, um. The Wii U one I didn't enjoy as much, and the 3DS one it was fine. But like, see the 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 Wii one and the GameCube one. I've only ever played them with GameCube controllers, and I, I did like it. And I thought the Pro Controller is a smashing controller, which it is. I'm not taking anything away from it, but see, playing Smash, there's something about the GameCube controller's button layout that just fits mm-hmm. Smash perfectly. Like it's almost as if that controller was designed for Smash. Well, Smash was designed around that controller, do you know what I mean, anyway, in the first place, but it's just so well suited that apart from, like, a flight um, a flight stick for, like, Flight Simulator, I can't think of any other game, really, that this, this it's almost yeah. necessary to have that type of controller, because played it a bit tonight, and that might be part of my enjoyment, it's not there, because for some reason, the 3DS, it's fine, tried it in handheld on the Switch, it just didn't sit with me, put it on the big screen, it looks lovely. But the Pro Controller, it's just, I need that big button for A. See, because A is like a kind of standard moves. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not enough for me. I can't just have that button the same. And I need X to be like that wee grey button. I can't have it like this. So I'm going to invest in the wireless controller tomorrow, hopefully. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, I, I totally agree with you, by the way. Like, yeah. It's kind of like, um, because of the way the Pro Controller is, like the A button is almost like, it's almost like where the Y button is kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Your, yeah. yeah, and then you're like your uh, was it the X button is like where the the A button should be. Where the A button is <laughs> like, which is yeah. a totally different layout. It's kind of like X is jump. But... Yeah, because X is yeah. jump usually in the game. Pushing X to hopefully get an A move, and I think it's just because of muscle memory. And don't get me wrong, if I concentrated enough on the Pro Controller, I could, but. Mm. Why would I want to get used to the Pro Controller when, like, Nintendo's next console is obviously going to have Switch control? Um, it's going to obviously have GameCube controllers for the next Smash again. Like, yep. you might as well just play Smash with GameCube controllers. That should just be how it is. There's a reason why they're shipped with it. And I know I said, Ugh, the GameCube controller, like, see, for some games, they're not great. I'm not going to lie. The GameCube controller is not my favorite controller in the world. But see, for Smash Brothers, it's literally, that's that's the controller that you need to have to play it. Like it legitimately is. Don't get me wrong. If you've never played Smash with a GameCube controller, you might be okay on the Pro controller. But see, for me, I'm like, this just it's not like it's not sitting well with me. Like, so uh, it's actually forced me to like go out tomorrow, and I might even take a dr- drive up to Smiths and Commander because it's the same price anyway. They're like forty quid, but I want to get the black one because Game has only got the grey one, and I've got a Game in the town, and I know it's the same thing, but I don't like the grey controller. Yeah. So like when. Uh, I always had the grey wave bud originally on the on the GameCube and that's yeah. that's my favourite controller of all time. And it's probably a lot to do with Smash and like the fact that I was able to keep that controller on to the next gen and use it on the Wii U as well and just plug it in and it just And worked. the Wii. Uh, sorry, sorry, I meant the Wii, not the not the Wii U. Um and but on the Wii U I always played with the Nico Pro Commander. 
which I, I thought was I thought was fine because like I I loved that controller and I always such a nice off. controller. That's my favorite controller of all time. Yeah, it's a great controller. Like I still prefer the WaveBud, but um, but I, we ended up buying uh, the purple one off of Amazon. The the the, what, the new wireless controller. Um, yeah. And the the controller is great. It doesn't quite. It's not quite as beefy as the WaveBud. Yeah, the beef, the WaveBud was bigger than the standard Nintendo the GameCube yeah. controller anyway. And in the back side of it, it's not as it's not as fat. Like they've managed to like uh, condense Limit. it a wee bit, which is which is fine because it makes it feel like uh, it just basically feels like the wild GameCube controller, but it has like a battery compartment in it. And that's the only problem that I, I find with this controller is that it takes batteries, so it doesn't have an inbuilt yeah. battery. That's annoying. It should have been chargeable. There's yeah, no need not, for it not to be. Exactly. Yes, it's not chargeable. You need to put two AA batteries into it, which it did come with in fairness, but. Like, I'll, I'll use these up, and then it's not like I can put my Xbox playing charge kit into it. No. Because, like, that won't work. Yeah, but the actual controller itself no. is it's a perfect... I mean, the purple, one, the, purple one's now up to, the purple one's now up to 50 quid on Amazon, Andy, whereas the black one's 40. Right. I mean, I, I got it for 40, so, like, I was okay with that. Yeah, and I mean, I do have a £20 game voucher, so the sensible option would be to go over to game and do that, but I don't want the grey controller. Yeah, like I, I do, I want to have, I do want to have the grey controller, but I want to have the original grey controller, the original WaveBud, because that's the one that I had. So it would I, work with the Switch, would it not? It will work with the Switch, but you need to have the adapter, like the the GameCube game adapter, adapter. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, which right now they're the price of them is absolutely extortionate everywhere because they've obviously sold out to fuck because of Smash coming out. Yes, and so once those kind of get restocked and that, and the price comes back down to like twenty odd quid. And I'll, I'll pick I'll pick one of them up then, and I'll get I'll get yeah. our original GameCube controller to play with then. But uh, for for now, this is absolutely perfect. Um, yeah. However, like uh, Bethany has realised that this is the better way to play than <laughs> using the Pro controller straight away because like she started using it and she's like, I don't think this is very comfortable. And I mean, this is coming from a kid that wasn't even born when the GameCube was prominent. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So like she'd uh she'd probably never played with the Wii before I wouldn't imagine. Um. But like she started off like playing with uh she she wanted to try this and was like oh, I don't think it's very comfortable. Tried the Pro controller and after using the GameCube controller and she's like. No, I wouldn't have used the GameCube controller. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> the GameCube controller on. isn't as comfortable as the Pro controller. It just simply yeah. isn't. The design's not as it's not as practical. But yep. for playing Smash Brothers, when you don't need the C stick, like see for games where you had to use the C stick as a second analog, that was, mm-hmm. they were just bullshit. But see for this game, the button layout for fighting, like X and Y at the top and A and B, just the way they are, that's how it should be. And like, I'm just that used to it. It's like. No, I can't. I can't get used to this. And like you said, it's because of the button, the button layout, and the pro controller. Pro controller is still a phenomenal, phenomenal controller, but it's just not as it's not for playing Smash. It's not. Yep, I imagine that. Like, I'm, I'm sure the GameCube controller will work uh, fine with all the other games as well. But you just kind of have to get used to like the way the buttons are laid out being slightly different. Oh yeah, and I mean, if the if the talk is that they're bringing GameCube games to the Switch, which yeah. is inevitable because, like every generation, they've increased it. Like last time, it was up ten sixty four, and this time, it's obviously well, GameCube's the natural progression of that. And well, they did have but, Wii games on the Wii U as well. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. but they didn't. They didn't really have GameCube games. Um, no, they didn't. So yeah, GameCube would be a smart move. But anyway, gameplay wise, fine. 
you only get the initial roster, you unlock them as you go, but I'm kind of confused on how you unlock them as well because playing through the Spirits mode and Mario's joined my team, Link's joined my team, and you can basically move about a kind of Mario Party style overworld and you go to different bits and you just fight the guy who's like the mm-hmm. dark version. But I'm not sure if that's unlocking them in the game for like arcade mode or if I have to play arcade mode and play it like a standard fighting game. I'm not quite sure how this works, to be honest. Because see if it's going through the spirits mode. Oh my god, there's so much work to put into this mode to even unlock one character. I don't know that it does because um, like what what I haven't played spirits mode at all yet. Um, right. What we've found is that every so often, every couple of fights, you'll get. In fact, I think it's been just about. <sighs> Yeah, maybe every second fight right now, and um, we've had somebody like pop up afterwards and go, "Oh, a challenger is approaching." And it'll be right. whoever. I think the first one we got was like, uh, "Who's it? Uh, villager or something like that?" Popped up and it's like, "Oh, they want to fight." And then if you beat them, then they're unlocked to to play as in the game. Like ah, game right. we've unlocked, we've unlocked I think four so far. Um, anyway, we only played for like an hour on Bethany's one, and then I, I played on mine. I haven't unlocked anybody yet. Yeah, well, in spirits mode, you unlock them and you, you build a team, but it's kind of complicated. It's overcomplicated because you've got spirits and then you've got spirit friends and then you've got add-ons to them, and it's like, yeah, what? And it's like a rock paper scissors style system, and it's like you're underpowered, you're using the wrong style thing, and it's like, what is the right thing? It didn't explain this, like, and then I just pick the right one until it tells me that I'm not, and it's like it's a spirit mismatch, and I'm like, what the fuck are these spirits anyway? Like, it kind of explained it in a shitty cutscene at the start, which should have had voice acting and did not. Um, and like everybody gets wiped out and turned to ghosts and it's like but you have to beat the ghosts but then I'm beating the ghosts and not unlocking the characters I'm getting these wee like mm-hmm. side characters and Pikachu is my side character that I got you probably got it as well for playing Let's Go Pokemon yep. it pops up and it's like but where do I use them? Like I've not seen Pikachu <laughs> fucking once so it's not very well explained that part. Um, I did buy the Ultimate and Season Pass bundle that they had for seventy quid okay. digital, which isn't a bad buy. Um, however, day one, all you get is Xenoblade accessories for the Me Fighter. You don't get anything else. But you're, you're probably <laughs> never going to use the Me Fighter ever. I will never use the Me Fighter ever, Andy. But like, I mean, it's fine. Um, do you know if I like put Ridley on my controller? Do I unlock Ridley in the game? Did they do that in this one? Is that how it works? No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Your uh, amiibos work differently in this game. I'm, it looks to me like they because uh, I haven't tried any amiibos yet, but um, from what I saw in the menus for the amiibo bit, yeah. it looked like you just played it the exact same way that they did on the Wii U, which was... You level up your Amiibo. Yeah, you could scan your guy and then you could level him up. So, more or less pointless. It's totally pointless, yeah. Utterly pointless. Utterly pointless, because, like, the standard character's as powerful as it gets, and, like, the Amiibo, all you're doing is taking it from nothing, leveling it up to the standard version, whereas you can just go to arcade mode and do it that way. Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, you can kind of customise them a wee bit to like, boost their things, but yeah, there's no point in the Amiibos whatsoever. No need to no. in this game. No, not at all, which is a shame. Smash was the game that Amiibos came out for, because obviously the the trophies in the older games were what looked like Amiibos anyway, and they obviously yeah. stuff off the idea, but Smash is probably the worst use of Amiibos I've ever seen. Yep, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Um, so yeah it's, it's good it looks nice and everything I'm sure it's going to be excellent like I've fought in a couple of, it was cool fighting in Midgard and stuff um, I do kind of hope the Cloud Amiibos get re-released because I would probably pick them back up now that uh, if they at normal price but like I said last week or the week before if you want an Amiibo 
pre-order it the minute the pre-order comes up because if you don't buy it at 12.99 day one you're going to end up paying twice that minimum like, yeah, that's a guarantee. Well, I mean, I wouldn't buy an Amiibo for Smash at all. There's no need. No, to no. But if you like well. the character, or if you do like using them in Smash, but I mean, I want the Metroid, the Jelly one. Yeah. What's the chance that's not going to come back out? That only get released for Metroid. I mean, they might redo it when Metroid, uh, the new Metroid comes out. Maybe. I, I don't know, but like, see, some of them they just don't do again. Like, yeah, if they didn't sell well in the in the first release, then they're like, oh, there's no demand for this, and not bother. Yeah, because I mean, I could pick up the Metroid Amiibo, but I mem- remember I looked at it like 20 odd quid. It's now up at £30. So that just shows you of how much it goes up. But I mean, I'm sure I've seen a Cloud Amiibo going for 70 quid before, sometimes more than that. Fuck's sake. I traded mine into my work for double the price, like where I worked. Yeah. Double the price that I bought them at. And I didn't pay retail. I paid retail for one of them. I paid 10 99 in game for the Advent Children one, and I traded him in for 20 quid. <laughs> that's insane but yeah Smash but, is good so far like, I've not put a whole lot of time into it yet no. either maybe maybe two hours at most um, but really really enjoyed it uh, it's the best version of Smash so far for me but it's very similar to the the Wii U version but it's got more stuff in it it's just there's an yeah. insane amount of stuff in it even just like selecting the stages like you just look at that that emote like it's like oh right what's you've got these small amount of characters which I love that there's only a small amount of characters to begin with because it mm-hmm. lets you like have a have a play around with each of them before you start unlocking hundreds and hundreds of them love that yeah, great because and, like, most games you wouldn't if there was like eighty of them unlocked from the, the get go you're going to use one two maybe three maximum yep definitely Whereas but doing it this, this way one, you're going to play more yeah yep totally agree um like uh, I've played as all of the eight original characters now, just because like they were all, it was only them ones that were available. So I wanted to try them all out and see what they were like. And I like how the the, the Zelda, uh, sorry, the Link one is uh, like the Breath of the Wild one. Yeah, that's awesome because I unlocked him in Spirit Mode. But it'll be interesting to see. Like I reckon it should. Like if I've unlocked them in Spirit Mode, I should be able to have them in Arcade Mode. They should do it both ways because otherwise, what's the point in having them unlocked for Spirit Mode? Well, I mean, he's unlocked from the beginning anyway, but um. But he's, oh, right, he's got yeah, it's Breath of the Wild. Because in Spirit Mode, you just start as Kirby. Yep. You have to play as Kirby, and then the first guy you unlocks Mario. And then it gives you a choice of four, and I think I chose Villager because the other ones were like um, Fire Emblem guys. Hmm. And then I unlocked Zelda as well, well Link instead of Sheik because it was Link, and I'm like, I'm not going to unlock Sheik over Link. So yeah, but um, but so far, uh, like I've played, I played about Wii as Link. And he's got like uh, some of the moves from Breath of the Wild, so he's got like the bomb move and stuff like that, like yeah. you know the kind of the blue bomb. Yeah, he's got that rather than I can't remember what he had in the old game. It was a, like a hook shot or something he had. Right. In the old version, but it was a hook shot, yeah. Instead, yeah, yeah. But I, haven't no, I mean, really, like... like worked out all the move sets yet of any of the characters, and I don't know who I'm going to main, Ali. Who I'm going to main? Shut up, Andy. But like, yeah, this is the the cool thing in the spirit mode is like, there's a bit where I'm at where it's like you can't, you don't know how to uh, pilot a boat, or I'm like, right, who does know? And I'm guessing it's gonna have to be like Toon Link, Wind Waker Link. So I can't, you know. So there are wee bits like that, but mostly it's just like a fighter ladder, like in Mortal Kombat, but done to like a path, like in um, Mario Tennis or like Mario Golf or like Super Mario Bros. Three. You know that sort of overworld where the circles you move to. It's just like that. 
and you, you just clear out the smog and it's not very exciting. And like basically the story is you've probably seen it, like they all get turned to ghosts and you have to unlock them all and like there's an army of magic hands or whatever the hand was called from <laughs> yep, Mimic Hand. hand. Yep. Yeah, there's an army of them now. So that was it. That's the whole story. I do, I do like that there is some kind of like story element to it though. Um, no, but that is it. Oh, no, no, no. as far as I'm aware, there's only like two cutscenes in that mode. Like, there's one at the beginning and there's one, one at the end. end. Yeah, yeah. And the, okay. this mode seems like it's massive. Like, yeah, which is fine for content, but sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, man, like this. I want to play Smash, but I don't know why. Just something about the 3DS version, and I thought, brilliant. This one's portable. I'm probably going to absolutely love it portable. I prefer this one in the big screen. I really do, whereas like the Wii U version is practically the same version as the 3DS one, and I just I don't know why I just love the 3DS version of Smash Brothers. Don't know what it is about the, it. This one, this one is like portable as well. Obviously, the Wii U handheld mode. That's what I'm saying. Was... I played it in portable mode that just didn't yeah. hit the same didn't hit the same notes for me so far. I'm not saying that this one won't eventually become my favorite game, but I think that if you play it in tabletop mode, you might enjoy it more, like with a with a GameCube controller. Like if you're playing Table, on the go. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Just something about the 3DS version it still sets. We'll see. I've got to make a decision. In, well, not not in two weeks, but like I've got to see if this... Play, it's going to be very difficult to place this because I've not spent enough time with it, but this is definitely going to be my top games this year. Like I'm not saying it doesn't play well. I'm just saying mm. from the initial couple of hours I've played because I only got it today as well, it was like, yep. what? The, where did I start with these options? And like, we'd read all about <laughs> the options and stuff, but it's like, mm. there's a big enough options menu, and then there's like other options, and then there's like a right trigger button for more options on top of the options, and it's like, <laughs> what? But yeah, look, no, like I got it today. Like my mother-in-law gets me an Amazon voucher every year, and I picked up this, and I just digitally installed it to my Switch from her house, and by the time I got home, it was there. Um, so I'm enjoying it. Like Michael, one of our friends, he plays Call of Duty with us. I used to work with him. Um, yes. He, he got the, the Smash Brothers Switch for his Christmas from his girlfriend. Oh, nice. Guess what? There wasn't the code for Smash Brothers in the box. Even ah, though it's the okay. Smash... You know, it's not just the Smash box. It's the Smash Brothers console, you know, with the dock and the the Joy-Con grip that's got the Smash logo and stuff. I would have so, thought it should have the code. That seems like... That seems yeah. like it should have had the code. Unless you bought it second hand. No, Chloe bought it from Game. Oh, that should have the code in it then. It's yeah, probably so like, I think, see if you buy it from Game, it's probably on the receipt or something like that. It like might have been Game does that sometimes, because I remember buying, um, when I bought my Xbox One. You're 100% right, I'm going to text Chloe just now. Yeah, when I bought my Xbox One console off of them, it came with like a, a bundle of games, and um, some of them were digital, and one of them was like Goat Simulator that they gave me, and it was uh, just a receipt that they gave me that had a code on it that I could just download. Yeah, because like Chloe sent me the photos of it, and I'm like, if it's the one that's like not Smash Brothers branded, then fair enough. But like on the back of the box, it says it's got a download code, you know, with a scratch. Yep. And she says that they've emptied the entire box and they've looked through everything. There's no code. And I said, is it pre-installed? Which sometimes it could. It's not pre-installed. Yep. Um, so Michael's just been playing Diablo three that he picked up. <laughs> but like, it's such a shame because he loves Smash, um, and he got the Smash Brothers console, but nothing. So I've, I, you're, you're right though. Like I've done that before. I've picked up can't remember what console it was, and it came with a code for the game on the receipt. Because game have the ability to do that. Yep. I mean, yeah, game, game's one says that it comes with Smash. Like yeah, on no. their website, so it should have it with it, even if it's just a code. Like, well, I printed off code. 
this is what Chloe sent me because I asked her, like, sorry, listeners for the private conversation, but this is this is what Chloe sent me the picture of. Michael's present here. Um, and it's, like I said, it's not just the, like, include Smash Brothers, it's the actual Smash Brothers design console, yeah. like, with the Smash Dock. Yeah, I would have thought that that would have the code with it, but yeah, maybe game, maybe games doing it so that their uh, their codes are on the receipts. On the receipts, either that or someone's bumped the code out of the box. Yes, maybe that could be the other situation. Either way, I think they're headed to game tomorrow if it's not going to be in this receipt. Yeah, because I, I would be. I'd be like, "What the fuck are you playing at? This is the Smash Brothers edition console." <laughs> like, where's my code? Where's game haven't got the best <laughs> game's not got the best track record in this company and the sad thing is it's the last big name game company over here and the uh, the thing is with the Nintendo Switch box as well it's not like sealed in any way like you just, yeah. just open it and then close it again there's no like plastic tabs or anything yeah so somebody yeah. could have been going through the warehouse going smash bells smash bells smash bells smash bells yep. cheers yeah uh, so who knows but um, how is that going to go down how are they going to know right how do we believe you that you've not already got this as a game? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they like, could, how would they you... Could, if you took the Switch in, you could show them that you hadn't installed it. Yeah, you could say, look, Switch isn't here. I want... Uh, just in case you... Because they might say, well, you have to return the whole console. So I would definitely mm-hmm. take it in and just go, here you go. Yep. But it would be so annoying. I would tell Michael not to put any time in Diablo because if he sits and plays that all night and he puts hours into it... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it's data, data backup, isn't it? You can back it up now. Yeah, if he's got Nintendo Online, which you, you get a free trial of, so he could do that. Yeah. But um, no, anyway, apart from that, that, I haven't played into I did play quite a bit this week, as you heard, but Devil May Cry 4, I'm definitely going to have it finished by the next show that we do. Um, I'm really looking forward to the fifth one. And there's a few movies I want to see, so I might get to see either Aquaman or Bumblebee before the next show. Spider-Verse is the one I really want to see, man. Spider-Verse as well, yeah. It's just getting time to go to the cinema. Give me Cry 5's March. Mm. Yeah, March. Yeah, and I mean, the demo was really cool. The demo was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that bothered about playing demos for any game anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just it's, play the game. It's more because I wanted to see what it played like, because they've got such different styles of Devil May Cry's and... I'm more than happy with Devil May Cry 5 because it plays like DMC the one that we liked um, but like obviously the music's like the old ones but because it's a continuing story I just and I know roughly what happens in 1, 2 and 3 mm. even though I've not finished 2 it's just 4 that I wasn't I've never really been sure I've not had spoilers and I know I can go the Fraser route of watching the video on YouTube but I don't like doing that I like playing the actual game you know to finish it yeah Whereas Fraser, if he wants to play a game that he can't be bothered buying or playing, he'll just watch the YouTube video to get the story. But yeah, anyway, um, we're going to finish up there, an earlier show, because it's Christmas and there's probably just nobody listening anyway. (laughs) Uh, The B team are on tonight, I think, as well. B team is on tonight, yeah. A couple hours till they come on. They're keeping the streak alive. They did uh, episode 500 last week, which... uh, The B team did? Guest on, yeah. Yeah. That was Are you a going funny show. Tonight? Ed, no, no, definitely not. I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm uh, but Bethany got up at three o'clock this morning. Wow. Which is like basically when I, I was going to bed after doing all <sighs> things. I was going to bed and like I, I heard I heard like noises upstairs, and I was like, <laughs> and then I started hearing like wrapping paper opening from like the stocking. <laughs> okay, and like I went up and she's like, oh, I got this in the stocking, and I was like, okay. 
that's fine. Go back. To Did bed. you tell her go back to bed? It's a bit yes. too early. I was like, do not get up until at least six. So she came yeah. through at ten to six. <laughs> did she take it? She just lay there awake, like watching no, no, the time. She, she did go back to sleep, but like she said, she woke up at five, <laughs> and then right. and then waited till like ten to six, and then come through and like. So we were downstairs by like. See, so you've had like three hours sleep, if even. Uh, well, yeah, I went back to bed as soon as we were done with the presents and all that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've not been too well today. Because I was, because uh, we went down to my mum and dad's to see them for Christmas. Me and Bethany did, because Ashley was working, um, yeah. so I had, to, I had to go and sleep. And then I got back at maybe like half seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, our wee room. It's her first Christmas. Obviously, she's one like in a few, a couple of weeks. But she was so excited this morning because she didn't know what was happening. We got like a giant Santa balloon with helium, and I brought it in. And Tasha was filming, and it's like she was like ah. Uh, making all these noises and then she's seen the presents and she's like shaking with excitement like it's so crazy like I'm glad yeah. that she's this age because like my brother's yeah. even only like a few months old and he's not going to know what's going on but Lexi was nope. like there's something exciting going on here what is it <laughs> and then she was opening it and she's like oh my god there's toys in here and she was looking at us like do you know what's in here and like she got all these toys and then like she went up to like Tasha's mum's and she got all toys there as well and her uncle mm-hmm. Michael bought her toys and she was just so hyper and she got to eat anything. She had a wee bit of Christmas dinner as well. And nice. like, she's, I can still hear her. She's been up all night, like kind of squealing <laughs> though. I think she's just overtired because of the excitement. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, like, it was, oh, it was really what, nice. happens, what happens tomorrow? Yeah, what happens tomorrow? <laughs> You'd be disappointed. But like, oh, well, I mm. thought like life was getting really awesome there. <laughs> the one thing I'm glad about is I spent a hundred quid on word party toys, like the soft toys, because right. like they were 20 quid each from America. Um, and I mean, that's not terrible when you think on it. It's a licensed Jim Henson toy, and one of them talks. One of them slightly bigger and talks, so she absolutely loved them. See, when she seen them, she like was pointing at them, and she was going, ah, ah, and then she kissed them all. She, she had them all on the floor, and she was mm, kissing her toys. And mom got her, like a wee bike thing she sat on that plays music, and oh, she got so much. She got spoiled rotten. Um, but it was nice to see her, like, because I think I'd be disappointed if I had to wait another year to see a good reaction from her. But today, yeah. when I carried her in the living room, she was, like, pointing at the balloon, like, ah, 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 what's going on? Like, something good's happening. So it was funny. But, yeah. Yeah, like, we, we got Bethany, like, a, a PS4 for Christmas. We're just not set up yet. We'll do that tomorrow. You get Spider-Man one, didn't you? Yeah, I got Spider-Man one. It's, really, it's a really nice console, actually. Like, the controller's yeah. really cool as well. And you can't get that controller anywhere else. No, you can. I did. I did have the pro one pre-ordered, and then game. That was the last time they fucked me over. I remember they said, mm. "I don't know why I keep going back to game." It's like you know, like this ex-girlfriend that I keep going back to that I know I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like every time I go back, games like you know we're going to screw you over this way. Because what happened with the pro? I pre-ordered it, and then they sent me an email saying there's been a mistake. We've adjusted your pre-order to the slim, and it's like don't adjust my pre-order to something I didn't order. <laughs> yeah, like I don't like uh, so, so then I went fair enough, and then I went to order the pro, and it was sold out, and it's like. Well, you just screwed yourself out of money, just cancel the whole thing then. Why would you not just say, okay, you've this has been the wrong printing, we're not, we're still going to honour your pre-order, like, but it's going to be an extra 100 quid or something, do you know what I mean? Mm. Fine, I would have paid the extra 100 pounds, but no, you, you change it over to a slim, did they, what was, was it the Batman when they done that to me, remember? They, they made me change it from the Batmobile one to the Robin mm. edition, yeah, and then, yeah. then they cancelled my Robin edition saying it wasn't coming, and I'm like, but that's not what my edition was. You already informed me you weren't getting the Batmobile when all you've done is like change the pre-order, but you've not changed my original listing. So I'm still listed as the Batman edition. They cancelled my Robin one and then the Robin one sold out, remember? I'm like, this is yeah. fucking ridiculous. And then the <laughs> WWE one as well, 
I remember I pre-ordered it in the store in Irvine and I went over to, to get it that day and they said, yeah, we didn't order enough in. What? Well, what's the point of pre-ordering? Yeah, so, yeah, games just... And there was one online as well, I think I remember. Years ago, I ordered, and it was a WWE one as well, and they said that we didn't have enough stocks, and it's like, mm. what? Well, what's going on with game? Are you just using my money for interest in your bank? Clearly you I are. I think that's what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, it's a shame, because we don't have any... Amazon should just get all the exclusives, man. Like, why is game still getting them all? Why are these companies still dealing with game? Honestly, yeah, for exclusive stuff, like because game always fucks it up every time. Every like, time, every time. It's not just me. Things. It's not just me. I'm not just no. the only game sub story. Like lots of people, lots of people. It happens with game. So I don't know why they don't just go to Amazon or Zavi online stores. Like, give it to them. Anyway, let's finish up. Um, thanks for listening, everybody that did. Merry Christmas to one and all. Um, we'll two weeks' time, we're not going to be here next week because Andy's busy in New Year's Eve because he's still young and hip and likes to do stuff on New Year's Eve. Um, it's, it's basically because, like, cause, uh, like my my wife works every single New Year. Like, she does a, she's like a karaoke presenter, so she does work every single New Year's Eve. So, like, yeah. I need to go and find something else to do. And usually that involves, like, getting wrecked, so... I just do that. It's fun. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I would be available to do the show, but I'm not. So we're doing it the week after, and that's going to be our Game of the Year show. Yes. Which would be good. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a good Boxing Day as well, no matter what you're doing. Stay tuned for the B team, who will be on in about two hours' time. Myself, on behalf of myself and Andy, thank you for listening. Peace out, my. I'm